0: What's up y'all? It's your girl Felicia Jasmine. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of College by Her, the podcast. I hope your week has gotten off to an amazing start and if it hasn't, I'm glad you're listening so it can get just a little bit better. Please remember that the podcast is not meant to be a substitute for therapy provided by a licensed mental health professional. Let's go ahead and get into this week's episode. hey y'all so on this week's mindful moment i want you to think about one thing that when you do this one thing in the morning it helps your day just get off to a great start it might be having a bomb breakfast sitting in silence praying listening to your favorite song working out doing yoga or just doing nothing but whatever that one thing is i want you to do it every single day this week and take note of how your body feels how the beginning of your day is by doing this one thing that really helps you and let me know how it works for you all right good people shout out to Nelly P good people was popping in the house okay but no for real y'all this week is all about encouragement it's all about me being your number one cheerleader because you are almost to the finish line you are so close to the finish line I can't say that enough I really do just want to let you know that you got this I know the semester the school year has been a lot but you've made it and you're so close and so I just want this episode to be about. About me encouraging you to keep pushing while also talking about some ways in which you can take care of yourself as the end of the semester and that good old exam season comes around. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Let's check in with ourselves to see how we're doing. Have you been tired? Have you been anxious, sad, upset, happy, lazy, peaceful, restful, tearful? Have you been crying? Okay, because I know I have and I am never ashamed to admit it. Just do like a check-in. maybe jot something down in the notes app on your phone, a sheet of paper, a voice memo, check in with yourself and take note of how you're feeling this week, how you're feeling today, how you're feeling as you listen to this podcast because I think it's so important for us to really be attuned with what's going on with ourselves emotionally and mentally because it can help us then decide what we need to do to feel better. And if we don't know how we're feeling currently, then we can't figure out where we're trying to go. And that's a word for somebody, so if it's for you, you better grab it okay one of the biggest myths about exam period is this trap that a lot of us fall into and I'm saying us because y'all know I was in college too so I definitely did this but it is this false trap that says I'm going to rest when exams are over So I'm gonna just push through. I'm gonna make it to the end of exams and I'm not gonna rest until after my last one. And baby, let me tell you right now, that, my friends, is literally the quickest way to burn out because in theory, it sounds cool. Like, yeah, I'm gonna just push through. I'm gonna keep going. I only got one more week or I only have three more exams. And so it sounds really cute in theory, but in practice, your body will want to fight you for it. I'm telling you. And it feels doable, but it isn't. And so that's what I want. To talk about this week on the podcast is just ways to take care of yourself and de stress this exam season because it is of the utmost importance. So, some things that kind of came up as I was preparing for this week's podcast episode, I was thinking back to my experiences of exam season, and boy, oh boy, did I have quite a few. I think a lot of people get sick during exam season, and this, of course, you know, is pre COVID, but getting sick because your body is tired because you're not sleeping because you're not eating well all of these things and like so many people i remember would have colds and the flu and like all this stuff would come up and then of course that makes it even harder to study and so now you're just kind of in this constant cycle of not being able to do things that you need to get done i just share all of these things today from a place of experience and also too because i want the next few weeks to be as smooth as possible for you all right so first things first. Integrating breaks and rest into your study time is critical because we need it to be in our everyday. Like I said earlier, it can't just be something that you're saying, oh, I'm gonna rest at the end of next week when they're over. No sis, you need to integrate breaks and rest into your daily routine. It can't just be about crawling to 2 a.m. every day. And speaking of 2 a.m., let's go ahead and talk about sleep because during exam season, it's so easy to believe the narrative that less sleep equals more study time and therefore better results. Once again, this is false. You actually retain less information when you are tired because your brain is working overtime to both keep you awake and retain whatever it is that you're reading or writing. So when I say take a break, I literally mean take a break because as most of us know, if you don't, your body will take that break for you. So let's not even let it get to that point. Let's do the work on the front end to integrate breaks and wellness into our daily routines. I also want to combat another myth. I feel like when it comes to breaks for our brain and our body, a lot of times people feel like, oh, I have so much to do. I have so many assignments. I have a 20 page paper. I have an exam at 8 a.m. We feel like we have so much to do that we can't take a break. Once again, this is false because we can. I think oftentimes we deny ourselves breaks because we think of them as these big, things whether it's a full day off or going to watch a three-hour movie or doing something that takes a lot of time because let's be honest you may not have three hours right to take a break you may not have a whole day that you can take off and that's okay but what you do have is five minutes to step outside and get some fresh air or two minutes to do a deep breathing exercise on your phone or even 10 minutes to chat with a friend that might just uplift your spirits breaks are possible we just might have to be creative and how we take them but I really do want us to change our perspective of what a break is because oftentimes we think they are inaccessible because they require money or time so sometimes people think oh a break has to be me treating myself to dinner what if I can't afford that or a break has to be me going to get my nails done I don't have any money I'm here to say that we can make breaks look however we need them to look but that they are imperative to making it through exam season and I don't care how many times you tell your yourself this pushing through to the end is just not going to be a sustainable effort I'm telling you one of those ways that we might get creative with our breaks during exam time might be to involve others. And what that means is community. Y'all know I love community. It can be really easy to self-isolate during exam time, but try to be creative and spend time with people, whether it's to study. So I loved studying with friends and I definitely know that that's not for everybody because sometimes your friend group can get a little talkative. Y'all might start listening to music and the next thing you know, It's a full live Beyonce concert happening in the Stone Center. But you might have some friends that you can study with or some boundaries that you can set so that you and your friends can study together and have a good time and still get some work done. But maybe that's not for you. Maybe you like to study by yourself and that's cool too. But I would encourage you that on one of your study breaks, maybe you call a friend or FaceTime with someone or go grab lunch with a person or walk outside with someone just so that you are getting human interaction. Because once again, I know it's so easy easy to isolate during exam time and in addition to taking breaks I know this week's mindful moment was about morning routines and so I just wanted to hop back on that topic really quickly because how you start your morning really does set the tone for the entire day so creating a personal morning ritual that helps you feel good before exams can be really helpful I personally loved music I loved affirmation I love talking to my friends and having them hype me up like girl you got this in the bag. You've been studying all night. I know you're going to do well. Like all of those things just help me feel good going into an exam. So create whatever that morning routine looks like for you. It might involve quiet time or breakfast or praying with a family member or by yourself. Cause shoot, we all need the inspiration. However it is that we get it. Definitely consider your morning routine as well as some mindfulness. Y'all know, I absolutely love breathing exercises and just other, ways that you can ground yourself in the moment. For me, when it comes to a big exam, being able to take a few deep breaths beforehand, say some nice things to myself, close my eyes and like, okay, girl, you got this. And just really being present because it's easy to think about, oh, after this exam, I got to go home and I got to pack and I got to get my dorm together because I'm mama coming to get me in a few hours. Like our mind can be so many different places. So it can be helpful to have that moment of mindfulness to come back and ground yourself in the present moment moment. In addition to this self-talk, I was just talking about it a little bit, but the way that we speak to ourselves, especially when we're talking about before an exam, can be so powerful. Be kind to yourself and say things to yourself that you would say to a friend. A lot of times we are very hard on ourselves and we're doing the best that we can, and so this exam season, I would challenge you to speak to yourself the way you would speak to your favorite person, your closest friend, a favorite relative. And self-talk is one of my favorite topics because we can be our toughest critics at times, but the flip side of that coin is that we can also be our biggest cheerleader. So how you talk to yourself matters. Sometimes we care so much about what other people are saying to us or about us, but when I say we should be more concerned with what we are saying to ourselves and about ourselves because that is so, so, so important. And hyping yourself up before an exam is a great opportunity to be that number one cheerleader that you so definitely desperately need. Just know that at any given moment, you are doing your best with the resources you have been given. Girl, I need you to believe that. This week on the segment called Ask Jazz, where y'all write in and ask me a question and I answer because it's me, Jazz. Someone said, I'm thinking ahead to next semester. I want to get more involved, but I'm honestly scared. All right, girl, thank you so much for writing in. I know I can relate to this and so many other people listening, I'm sure can also relate, but let me just start off by validating what it is that you're feeling because it is so normal to be nervous about new things. Whether that's joining joining a club, taking a leadership role in an organization, it is okay to be nervous and a little scared about what that might even look like. But what the key is, is to not let those nerves or fear stop you from doing it. There might be a leadership role, as I mentioned, that you want to apply for. Try talking to someone that's currently in that role or someone in that club. Sometimes just asking them questions and hearing more about their experience can ease some of those nerves for you. But I want to let you know that you got this. And just remember, that everyone has to do everything for a first time so even if you see someone and you're like oh my gosh they can talk so flawlessly in front of a crowd or I wish I could lead a meeting the way they do or how do they have this so down pat just remember that person had to do that thing for the first time at some point and they were probably nervous and they were probably scared but they did it and so that is my word of encouragement to you it is 100% normal to be nervous about new things especially In college, because that's a lot of what your experience is. But just don't let that fear get in the way of actually taking that step and trying it. Audition for that role, apply for that leadership position, go in for these things. And like I said, there might be some ways that you can alleviate some of those nerves, whether that's talking to a professor about it or talking to someone who's currently in that role so that you can learn just a little bit more. So you got this, girl, I promise. And if you want me to answer a question that you have, have on the podcast, please feel free to email me at collegebyher@gmail.com, at gmail.com or you can DM us on Instagram or Twitter and we will be sure to answer your question on the show. So this week on the podcast, we talked ways to de-stress and find a little more ease this exam season. I really love this for us and I hope you took away something from this week's episode and be sure to join us right back here next week for the last episode of this season. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to get in contact with us, you can send us an email at collegebyher@gmail.com, at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at CollegeByHer on both Instagram and Twitter. Please be sure to share this podcast with a friend. They can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. And definitely check us out at collegebyher.com where you can get more information on everything College By Her as well as by our mental health guide and any merch that we have. I hope you take good care of yourself this week and please remember that your college experience is what you make it and college by her is here to make sure you're mentally well while doing just that i'll see y'all on next week's episode bye